Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Free Your Energy podcast. I'm doing something a little interesting today. I'm actually on Instagram live recording right now. So what I wanted to do was take the questions that was submitted to me uh, via my text message community. And uh, I just wanted to answer some of those questions. Uh, So let me just tell them for the people who are joining on uh, Instagram live, I sent a message to my text message community and I said, hey, I want to jam on some topics. So why don't you send me your topics and let me jam on. So there was about 100 responses, quite, quite, quite a lot. I was not expecting to get over 100 responses in the text community. Uh, So I'm going to talk about three, at least three, and then uh, we'll see what happens from there. And I'll make sure I leave the names anonymous uh, that way, just to respect people's privacy. And uh, first and foremost, I hope everybody's doing well. I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling really good today. My energy is high and um, I'm feeling good. So we'll start off with this question here. It says. OK, it says. Um, you know, Sylvester, I would like you to talk about changing your thought process and ways to be more optimistic in tough situations. How do I redirect my thoughts when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed? Great question. Uh, So how do you change your thought process? You know, how do you be more optimistic when you're going through a tough situation? How do I redirect my thoughts when I'm feeling quite a bit overwhelmed? Really, really, really good question there. So here's the first, first thing you have to remember that your thoughts create your behavior and then your behavior creates your life and everything, everything that you experience is going to, the consequence of that is going to be an emotion. It's going to be an emotional charge, an emotional reaction, an emotional uh, bit of information. And so with that, then, then what we do is we look at our life and we say, okay, well, I like that emotion or I didn't like that emotion. If we like that emotion, you'll try to repeat it. If you didn't like that emotion, you'll try to avoid it, right? We often try to avoid pain. We try to we try to duplicate. We try to predict pleasure and happiness. We try to avoid pain. That's the human experience. And so if you find yourself in a situation, you use words, you use the word overwhelming, you use the word tough situations and overwhelming. So if we find ourselves in tough or overwhelming situations, there's two things that you can do. One, and this may not, it may not be possible given the situation, but one, you don't necessarily have to describe it as that. You may, you don't necessarily have to describe it as tough. You don't necessarily have to describe it as overwhelming. Now, again, that may not be possible, but it may be. So consider that. The next thing is when you get in a tough situation, we, we all get in this habit of I can fix this by myself. I can do this by myself. I can do this on my own. I'm just going to handle it alone because, you know, I don't need to I don't need to burden people by telling them what I'm going through or what I'm dealing with. And I just want to do it all alone. Well, that's actually what makes it harder. What makes it harder is the individualistic mindset of I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to get through on my own. Our power lies in community. And so if you find yourself in, as we say, a tough situation, the number one thing that I can ask you to do today is to to not do it alone, to not go through it all alone, to literally invite your community in onto what you're doing. So sometimes that just means telling them, hey, I'm depressed right now. I'm going I'm going through a depression. I don't need you to fix it. 
I don't need you to do anything. I'm, I'm just letting you know I'm going through depression. And maybe, maybe for you, just saying that might free you. Maybe just saying I'm depressed or I'm sad or I'm, I'm upset or I'm a little nervous. Maybe just speaking into it, maybe just speaking on it might free you a little bit. But then maybe you could take it a step further and you could say, hey, I'm nervous about this new job that I'm about to take. But I'm also I'm also excited. I'm also excited. So sometimes what we do is we only hold on or we only speak on one emotion of the experience. I'm nervous about the job and we hold on to that. But maybe we have to allow ourselves to speak on the totality of the experience. Like I am nervous about the job, but I'm also excited about change. I'm excited about the opportunity. I'm excited about what can come from this. So maybe maybe for us, maybe it's possible for you that instead of just speaking on one emotion that that brings you into a, a place of like uncertainty or or darkness, maybe you also speak on the other emotions that are present in that situation. A perfect example is when you're moving. Well, when you move, you're grieving the place that you're at because you have those connections there. You have those friendships there. But then you're also excited about where you're going. Because you get a chance to start over, you get a clean slate, you get a chance to to learn new, you know, to learn a new version of you, to become a new version of you. So maybe what we have to do is get out of only describing like the situation was described. I'm in a tough situation or I'm in an overwhelming situation. You know, maybe there's some other emotions and maybe there's some other viewpoints that are available to you that you just haven't tapped into simply because you're only allowing yourself to see like this situation is tough. Like maybe the situation is tough, but you have support. Maybe the situation is tough, but you have love. Maybe the situation is tough, but you know for a fact you're going to get through it. You know, so allow yourself to see the totality of the situation. You know, that doesn't mean bypass. Like, yeah, it can still be tough. It doesn't mean bypass how it's tough, but allow yourself to see everything, you know. So um, I appreciate that question. Okay, Uh, can you, Sylvester, can you give me a strategy on how to speak up for yourself, you know, speak truth to power. Uh, you know, your boss is dismissive or uses invalidating language. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, strategies to speak up for yourself. Um, so before you try to go speak up in the world, if you struggle with speaking up for yourself in the world, me telling you, hey, go speak up in the world is not what's going to help you. What is going to help you is you affirming yourself. So in the morning, part of my morning ritual is I say affirmations. So every single morning I affirm myself. I speak good. I, I speak good energy into my own body. As soon as I as soon as I get into the bathroom, I close the door every single morning. I do the same routine. I run my hot water. I put my towel. I use uh, I use bamboo towels. <laughs> I found them on Amazon. They're like these really soft towels, bamboo towels. I run my hot water and I, I have like a men's face wash. And I wash my face every morning. Actually, I just ran out of that this morning. I need to go get some. Thanks for reminding me. And um, when I'm washing my face, as I'm breathing, I say affirmations every morning. I just say, Sylvester, you can do this. Sylvester, you're great at this. Sylvester, you're learning this. Uh, Sylvester, forgive yourself. You know, whatever, whatever my body needs, whatever my soul needs in that morning, I say affirmations every single morning. So if you're in a situation where You want to get better at speaking. You want to get better at using your voice with others. Before you take it to others, you first have to get get good at using your voice with yourself. So immediately what you can start doing is using affirmations every single morning, using affirmations every single morning. And the, the science shows 
that when you when you use affirmations, your DNA responds to what those words are. Your body will respond. So maybe in the past you haven't always affirmed yourself. That's fine. The past doesn't doesn't matter. What matters is what you choose to do, because if you hear this right now, there's a reason you're hearing this. Like you're 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 in alignment with what I'm telling you. That's the only reason you're hearing this. So because you're in alignment with this, this means that this was a message you needed. So you literally, literally the universe is asking you to take the message that you have been asking for. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here if you didn't deserve this message. So now let's not wait till tomorrow morning. Let's start tonight before you go to bed. And then tomorrow morning, start the habit, start the routine of affirming yourself, speaking positive light into yourself, positive energy into yourself. As soon as you wake up, don't wake up. And jump to email. Don't wake up and go to social media. Don't wake up. The only thing you should wake up doing, go to something else, is if you have kids. That's it. Everything else, I need you to just come directly into your body and you need to just speak right into yourself. Like, man, you got this. You can do this. There's power in you. There's greatness in you. You're more than enough. You're a being of love. You're a being of light. I'm, I believe in you. I trust you. You're smart enough. You know, I say this stuff every morning to myself. You want to start your morning off with as high vibration as possible, right? Because you don't know what the day is going to be. You don't know what the day is going to be. So let's start the morning off with as high as vibration as possible. And you do that by setting an intention every single morning, using your affirmations every single morning. And then, of course, you know, the day will be what the day is. Um, so the question was, you know, how do you speak up for yourself? So start. If you want to speak up for yourself, you need to speak up into yourself first. All right. So start there. Give yourself two weeks of that practice where you're really just using affirmations every day, you know, and where you're where you're affirming your body, where you're affirming your psyche, where you're affirming your soul. And then it will get a little bit easier for you to speak up to other people, because here's the thing. If you talk that good energy every day to yourself and you're talking love into yourself and you're talking boundaries into yourself and you're talking you're talking your your, your business into yourself, you know, your whole family's broken. You told yourself you're going to be the first millionaire in your family. If you talk that talk, one is going to happen. But two, when you start talking that energy, what happens is vibrationally, you no longer align with your old self. And what you have to what you have to recognize is that. Your old self is the version of you that that didn't speak up. This version of you does. So so as you begin to use those affirmations every single morning, you'll recognize a disconnection from the old version of you. You'll you'll begin to almost instantly recognize like that's not me anymore. The old me didn't speak up. I speak up now. OK, great question. I appreciate you uh, submitting that question. And uh, so this question was was heavy. So I saved this one for last here. Okay. Uh, I just listened to your your episode from yesterday, your episode titled Vulnerable. Whew, Sylvester, big episode. Uh, just last Wednesday, I lost my little sister. Uh, she was, I'll leave her age out of this. Um, she, she leaves three amazing children on earth with us. She numbed herself with alcohol for years and it damaged her liver ultimately alcohol into her life. And I'm trying to end alcohol too. And my father is also an alcoholic. I want that hundred days too. Okay. So I felt super called 
to do this. If you if you don't listen to the Free Your Energy podcast, go listen to the Free Your Energy podcast. I put out an episode yesterday called Day 83. And in day 83, what I was telling the folks of the podcast is I'm 83 days sober. Now, today I'm 84 days sober. I'm 84 days sober from alcohol. My father was an alcoholic. He's no longer on earth with us. My mother has been an alcoholic the whole time that I've known her. Uh, she's present on earth. And so I was talking on, on the episode about just the clarity I have, the, the, the power I have. Obviously, I'm, I'm leaning out. I'm getting I'm getting stronger. I'm getting good sleep. Like just giving up alcohol has completely changed my life. And it's only been 84 days. And what I was planning on doing was going 100 days and then I was going to make a 100 100 day episode. But I told them yesterday, I, I just felt so inspired and so called and my, my vibrational energy was so high that I said, man, I just want to make the episode today. So that's what the episode was, day 83. So pull up on that Free Your Energy podcast and go listen. So that's what she was referring to. So when you say, um, again, I'm not going to say your name because, you know, I don't want to give anything away here. I want, I, you know, these messages were sent in private. When you say I want that 100 days, too. Uh, and this is not to dismiss anything else you said to me for your life. That's the most important thing. You're literally claiming you are affirming what you want for yourself. You said, I want that 100 days, too. And just because you said it, that already means it's possible. That already means it's possible. I believe that if you can, if you state a goal or if you state a vision, the fact that you can say it means it's possible. If you want to be 100 days sober from alcohol, I want you to know that it's possible. It's possible. That's all you need to repeat to yourself. It's possible. It's possible uh, uh, when you hear this or if you're on this live with us or if you listen to the podcast or if you see this on YouTube, it's possible for me. That's all I need you to say. It's possible for me because you had the vision. You said, I want to get that. It's possible. It's possible. So I'll say this. I'm no I'm no expert on it. I'm only 80. I'm only 84 days in sober from alcohol. But I'll tell you what has worked for me. What has worked for me is when I made when I made the decision, I told all the people, all the people who would potentially ask me to drink alcohol. I told them before, as soon as I made the decision, I said, look, I'm letting you know I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to drink alcohol. Don't invite me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't buy me no shot. Don't get me wine. Don't just don't do it. I set my boundaries up front. So that did two things. I set my boundaries with them and then I set my intention with myself. And, you know, if you have real friends in your life, no one's going to no one's going to try to make you drink. No one's going to try to make you drink if you have real friends. And it's not even just drinking. If you have a bad habit that you want to stop doing and you tell your real friends what you're trying to do, a real friend is going to support that. They have to. If you're if you're saying, hey, I'm tired of being broke. I got to get my money up. I'm about to I'm about to work my job and build a business or I'm going to get two jobs or or I got to decrease my expenses, whatever that language is. Or if you're like, you know what? I'm tired of sitting on my couch all the time. I need to get back in the gym. I'm starting today. A real friend is going to support you bettering yourself. Never, never forget that. Never, never forget that. If you need to give up alcohol for the next 100 days because you, you want to see if it's possible. 
A real friend will support that. Straight up, straight up and down, make no excuses. So the very first thing I did, I'm on day 84. The very first thing I did is I, I spoke that life into myself. And I said, you know what, Sylvester? I don't, I don't know what my goal is right now. I don't know if my goal is to never drink again. I don't know if I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't know. I don't know what my goal is, but I know that 85 days ago when I woke up, I told myself, man, what's the point of me drinking alcohol? And when I asked that question, I didn't have an answer. I didn't have an answer. I said, there's no point. There's literally no point for me. Why am I doing this? I was drinking some wine. I love, loved, past tense, I loved wine. And I'm just looking at the glass of wine like, why the hell am I drinking this? What's the point of this? Is this helping me any? Put it out. It was a, a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc, which is literally my favorite wine. Told all my friends, I said, look, I'm done. Now, I had to tell them a few times. I had to tell them a few times. Like, no, I don't think I don't think you understood how serious I am. I'm done with that. Don't invite me to that. Don't, I will hang out with you. I got no problems. See, and that's and that's another thing I would say. You got to understand your boundaries and you have to understand your own limits. Some people. Some people can't be around it at all. You know, you have to ask yourself, who are you? I can be around it. It's fine for me because I'm I'm strong in my will. I'm strong in my way. I'm strong in my boundaries. And and I'm strong in my voice. So if I tell my friends, I say, hey, I'm not doing that. And then they ask me to do that. My my literally literal response would be, what the fuck did I tell you? I told you I wasn't going to do that. Why? You know, I'm, I'm strong in my boundaries. So if you feel weak in your boundaries, you got to be really conscious of what situations you're putting yourself in. You got to really know yourself. Um, so, yeah, I, ho I hope that helped. You know what? For for bonus here, let's let's do one of the bonus one. Um, OK, how to tell. Sylvester, how can I tell if someone just wants to use me for their benefit? Well, I mean, the very fact that you will ask that question, I feel like is already giving you the answer. That's my honest opinion of that. You know, I don't know. I'll never be able to know. You know, we all use everybody uses everybody. Right. I mean, let's not look at the word use in a negative light. Right. Like we're all using each other. You're using me right now. With whatever I'm serving, whatever I'm giving, whatever I'm preaching, whatever I'm talking about, you're using me right now. But I'm also using you right now. See, this this is what we call a relationship. We're both giving and taking, right? I'm giving you some type of value, some type of instruction, some some story, some words. You're giving me an audience. You're giving me support. You're giving me feedback. You're giving me encouragement. You're giving me somebody to talk to, right? So let's not assume that using somebody is wrong or bad, especially if you're a high value person. I hate, the, I hate the phrase high value because people are starting to use it in a way that I don't really like. But if you have value to offer, if you're a giving person, if you're a loving person, if you have resources, if you're funny, you know, if you're good to be around, of course, people want to be around you. Of course, people want to get those benefits. So I think, I think maybe that's the wrong question. Maybe, maybe the question should not be, you know, does a person want to, uh oh, I think I lost connection. Okay. Hold on. I'm making sure. Okay. Hopefully we're still there. So maybe that's the wrong question. Maybe the question should not be, is a person using me? Maybe the more appropriate question is, how is this relationship making me feel? How is this interaction making me feel? Is this person, 
is this person also giving back to the relationship? Like I'm, I'm giving to the relationship, obviously, but is this person giving back to the relationship? Are they showing up fully in this relationship? Maybe, maybe those are better questions than is this person using me? Because the truth is we're all using each other. Let's not use the word using in a negative light. We all have something to give. We all have something to offer and we all want something. Let's be honest. It's, and it's okay to want something. Of course, I want something from my friends. Of course, I want something from family. Of course, I want something from my partner. Of course, I want something from my kids. There's nothing wrong with that. So I, I think the, the key here is to understand that we're entering a relationship and to just see how does this make me feel? How does this make me think about myself? How is this situation growing me any? Is this situation pulling me into a lower vibration? Is this situation healing me? Is this situation inspiring me? I think that might be a better entry point to, to observe that. Okay, here's another question here. Uh, so if you're just joining in on the Instagram Live, I put my, my number here. I got some, some numbers from my text message community. I'm sorry. I got some questions from my text message community. So if you want to uh, get in there, there's a number you can just text. Uh, there's a few more questions here. Let's see. Um, how do I straighten up my mixed emotions about a person? Uh, wow, that's an inter interesting question. How do I straighten up my mixed emotions about a person? Okay. I like that question. How do I straighten up my mixed emotions about that person? Well, first, my question is, what does straighten up mean? What, is, what does that mean? It sounds like when you say, I want to straighten this up, it means like, it sounds like you only want to, it sounds like you only want certain emotions. So are you in a space where you're trying to control this outcome or where you're trying to, where there's only certain emotions that you're going to accept? And then my, my second question is, if you have mixed emotions about someone, well, what does that mean? Is it because you, is it because you don't know them? Is it because they're brand new to you? Because that's normal. It's normal to have mixed emotions about someone that you just met. It sounds like it sounds like there's two things. It sounds like one, you could spend more time with this person to learn them more. And then two, it sounds like we got to make sure we're not trying to control everything that we every every relationship we enter. Because mixed emo the word mixed emotions basically means uncertainty. You're unsure. You're unsure. So you could get clarity. How could you get clarity? Well, you could ask them questions. But if you've already asked them questions and their questions, their answers to your questions have led to you having mixed emotions, then asking them questions is not going to solve your mixed emotions. So the only thing to do is to spend more time with this person. Or if your intuition is telling you that your mixed emotions, that you need to just stay away, then you, you could stay away. Personally, I wouldn't do that, but I'm not you. So I don't know what you what you should do. Personally, I would just spend more time with this person and I would not try. I would not I would not try to control their behavior to get them to validate my the emotions that I like. I wouldn't do that. I would be completely open. This is just me. I would be completely open to observing them, to, to spending time with them, uh, to putting myself in a safe situation, especially if I have mixed emotions. And I would just see what would happen. Because at the end of the day, if your mixed emotions are, if one of the mixed emotions is this person is no good for me or this person is dangerous, then I will listen to that. I would never ignore that personally. 
But if your mixed emotions are something not so serious and they're more like, does this person like me? Do I like them? I don't know if I like them. If it's if it's something a little more playful, then spend more time with them and ask questions. Just ask questions, you know. Uh, but if again, and in, in, in all seriousness, if the mixed emotion is this person is dangerous for me, this person is any of that stuff. Listen to that. Don't ever ignore that. You know, so you you have to really if I was you, I would define what mixed emotions means for you. I would define what that means for you, because that's going to tell you how you should how you should uh, maneuver. And uh, let's see. Is there any more on this page? Let's see. Great question. Okay. Okay. here we go. Uh, Sylvester, can you talk about motivation and will? Well, my best friend, one of my best friends, his name is Will. He's a good guy. Uh, I don't know. I wish I wish there was more to that. Come back to me. Come back to me. I actually have some questions in here. Oh, you guys want to go live with me? No, let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. Oh, I thought I saw a question here. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Where did it go? I thought I saw a question. Oh, there it is. Here's a question. Here, let me pin it and read it out loud. Uh, Sylvester, my question is, why Why do we always have to listen to... Why do we always have to listen to the negative emotion? As in, why is it that this is the emotion that overthrows all others? Okay. Um, you don't have to listen to negative emotions. In fact, listening to negative emotions. So, so let me, let me finish explaining this. I don't believe in bypass and I believe in fully acknowledging your experience. So let's just get rid of the word negative and positive for a second. And let's just use the word experience, emotion, situations. When you're having a situation, when you have an emotion or when you, right, you're going to have an observation of what's going on. And if, okay, yeah, sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's positive. But what I'm most concerned with is the habits and patterns that we repeat. That's really what I'm most concerned with. When I say free your energy, you know, when I when I have the free your energy podcast, when I write the free your energy book, what I'm essentially trying to do is to get you to free yourself from habits that bring you into your lowest vibration. Now, oftentimes that's negative emotions, as we say. But we can't look at negative emotions and say we can't have them or should not have them, should not have them, because we should. We're allowed to be angry. Uh, we're allowed to be discomforted. We're allowed to be, we're allowed to feel shame. You know, we're allowed to, any negative emotion, like we're allowed to feel that because it's a part of the human experience. But what I'm concerned with is the habits that we attach to them. So, for example, uh, let's see what's recent in my life. Um, it's hot in Arizona. I'll give you this is a perfect example. It's hot as hell in Arizona right now. Every so last summer for the last three summers, I've entered depression every single summer. Why? Because the negative emotional patterns that I've chosen to repeat are when the summer comes, it gets so hot, it's hot all day. The sun is up all day. How's it 110 degrees? This makes no sense. I can't live my life. I can't go on my nature walks. I can't do this. I can't do that. 
So what happens is I was having a negative emotion and then I repeated the habit of keeping this negative emotion. And I did this for three summers. And for the last three summers, I went through depression every single year. And the reason I went through the depression every single year is not because of the summer. It's because of the negative emotions that I choose, that I chose to agree, that I chose to allow into my body. Again, in that situation, I'm choosing to live in Arizona. So if I'm choosing Arizona, then I'm choosing the consequences of being in Arizona. The consequences of living in Arizona is that in the summer, it gets hot. <laughs> So this spring, what I told myself was, Sylvester, before the summer comes, you have one option and you have one option only because I, I'm not going back into a depression again. I refuse to, uh, especially not for the same for this thing I've dealt with three times in a row. So I said, Sylvester, your only options are to choose a new way of thinking. That's it. My only option is to choose a new way of thinking. So in my situation. I chose a new way of thinking. So when that sun beats the back of my neck, <laughs> I don't respond. I don't say, oh, this sucks. This is brutal. I just observe it as it is. I just say, okay, it's hot out here. We knew this was coming. I have, even though the summertime for me, the last three years have been, has been quote unquote, a negative experience, negative experience, create negative emotions. What I'm not allowing it to do this summer is to create a negative mindset or a negative reaction. My reaction now is I chose to live in Arizona because Arizona is a great place to be. So I'm choosing all of the consequences of living in Arizona. And that means that when this summer comes, it's going to get hot, but I need to have my mindset free. So I don't go back into the trap of depression that I trapped myself in the last three summers. Because I, I had to recognize that the depression I was going into was me. I was choosing it. Now, this is not me saying that people are choosing depression. Make sure you listen to me very carefully. I am saying that the depression I experienced the last three summers was me choosing it because I was choosing the thought patterns that kept that thing going. So what allowed me to free my energy was me freeing myself from those thought patterns. It wasn't me saying I don't want to experience negative emotions because negative emotions are a part of the human experience. It was me saying, OK, I may have these negative emotions, but can I change my frame of mind? Is that available to me? Is it available to me that I can change my frame of mind and view this situation a little bit differently? That was available to me. Just making that that little shift in consciousness has completely changed my life. It's summertime out here and I'm thriving. I'm leaner. I'm stronger. I'm happier. I'm motivated. I'm inspired. I'm feeling good. You know, like everything, everything is high vibrational for me. But if I was to be in the same state of mind that I was in last summer, I would be on the decline. I would absolutely be on the decline. So that's my that's my response to that. So, hey, great question. Uh, I really appreciate it. So, look, uh, I'm going to hop off. I've been on here for 30 minutes now. I uh, really appreciate you joining me here on the Free Your Energy podcast here on Instagram Live and here on YouTube. Uh, my name is Sylvester McNutt III. If there's any way that I can support you, reach out. Shoot me a direct message on Instagram at Sylvester McNutt. And uh, if you don't subscribe to the Free Your Energy podcast, now is the day. Go get the Free Your Energy podcast. You'll love it.